Flapping gums at each other. Any chance they get. The fight clock is brought to you by Modell. It's time for you to sit back, relax, and listen to a complete and fucking utter armchair expert give his completely and utterly useless opinions on the one hell of an amazing sport that is MMA. 300% growth. We've somehow made it to episode three. Give myself a pat on the back, yo. Yep. Somehow made it to episode three. Don't know how. I really don't. But we did it. Celebrating that shit. Yeah. Well, you may ask. Well, yeah, first of all, this is obviously... Wait, did I say it was episode three? No, it's episode four. 300% growth because we're three episodes up on what we were. Okay, episode four of MMA Quick Chat. You may ask, why am I recording an episode when there's no UFC events for about two weeks? Well, the reason I'm re-recording, or I'm recording is because I want to recap on our first episode where I talked about, you know, who I was, how I got into MMA, my favorite fighters, etc. I wanted to recap that because I've got a better mic now. And also, I wanted to talk about some of the MMA news and rumors that are going on at the moment. And I figured an episode of MMA Quick Chat was the only place to do that. So... When we come back after this short breather and break, that is exactly what I'm going to do. So, essentially what we're doing here is uh, we are recapping our first episode, um, where we talked about, you know, who I am, how I got into fighting, some interesting stories, etc. So, well, yeah, we're doing it because, you know, I have a better mic now and it would sound better. So, let's get into it. So, as I said in the last one, my name's Aiden Thomas. I'm 22 years old from the western suburbs of Melbourne uh, in Australia. Um, and essentially how I got into fighting was my first... Well, uh, well, I got into fighting and UFC mainly because of my dad. My dad had a job at the time where he was servicing two particular customers um, from about, I'd say, 2010 to 2012. Um, who were really big into UFC at the time. Um, and that's how he started getting into it. And before I knew it, UFC was all the rage and I was going to watch it all the time and blah, blah, blah. But my first ever real exposure that I can remember to UFC was when my dad gave me a UFC Ultimate Knockouts DVD, which I think was one of his customers, incidentally, um, to watch. And I watched that, and that was my first ever exposure to MMA. But the first... I may have watched a handful of fights, um, you know, that I probably don't remember now. But the first fight, I, or the first time I can distinctively remember going to watch fights was... I think the first time might have been at the Tarmac Hotel uh, in Leverton. Um... 
yeah, the Tarmac Hotel in Leverton, which is obviously about maybe 15 minutes from my house. But where we would all ultimately settle on, me, my dad, because that, that's who we were, that's who I was watching it with, by the way. I forgot to mention me, my dad, and his mate. Um, but where we would ultimately settle was a place called the West End Hotel uh, in Sunshine, uh, which is also in the Western Melbourne, probably about half an hour from my house. Um, so we went there regularly, you know, watched all sorts of UFC fights, watched um, DC versus Jones 2, watched Stipe versus DC, um, and uh, Brock Lesnar into the octagon, and we all hoped he was going to come back. Um, and I was going to watch um, Khabib versus Connor there, but I'm but I didn't, and I'm spewing I didn't because I would have loved to have watched that brawl live. That would have been sick. Um, but I'll tell an interesting story actually before I get into the interesting fighters because I'm, I'm re-recording this so unfortunately fucked up the first one so if I'm being a little bit brash it's because I'm re-recording this um, essentially the one other fight I went to there uh, sorry the West End to watch uh, was Maymac Everyone knows what that is. Mayweather versus McGregor, 2017. Um, and me, my dad, and his mate, uh, and pretty much everyone else, <laughs> was uh, somewhere uh, watching that. Um, well, there, there were certainly a lot of people at the West End. I know that because I look back um, at the start of the fight and no one was in the room. And then mid-fight, I look back and the whole room was full. That I was in people standing up, sitting down, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, that that's just what Connor does. He, um, he brings the people out. But uh, those who listen will know of my mate Jesse. I've mentioned him in this podcast before. Uh, he was the one who gave this podcast its name because I didn't have a name for it. He's like, how about MMA quick chat? Because you're having a quick chat about MMA. So that's how this ever so interesting podcast got its name. But essentially we met in high school, were friends up until about early 2017, stopped being friends and came back in 2019 and, you know, what happened happened. But in 2017 when that fight happened we, and we weren't friends, um, I was obviously watching May Mac at the West End Hotel in Sunshine and he was also watching the same fight with his dad at a sports club in Sunshine. So it's funny. We were watching the same fight in the same area on the same day. And we didn't even know until later. But, yeah, to cut a long story short, um, me and Jesse are obviously friends again now. Uh, we're big into MMA. Uh, for a while, I wasn't. I don't know. It just wasn't on my radar for some reason. Um, you know, we, uh, we would do other things. But in about... Well, the first, the first, what what made us get into MMA was I'd seen on his story that he had seen um, uh, uh, Mazadol versus Nate Diaz, the fight for the BMF title, the one where Nate got cut and it got stopped by the doctor. Um, I saw that he'd seen that, and that was like, oh, you're into UFC? Shit, I am too. Maybe we should go watch it. And so the first UFC fight me and him ever saw was in early 2020, uh, Connor versus Cowboy at the pub local to both of us and yeah that was our first UFC fight and we've been watching pretty much ever since for the last two years we're we're big into it now we get the posters you know we get 
all the other stuff. We really want to go. We're really salty that we didn't get to go last time they were in Melbourne, and we really want to go whenever they come back. Um, but yeah, essentially that's who I am, why I got into MMA, and where I'm at now. And uh, when I come back, uh, we'll get into my favorite fighters of all time and why. I've got a list. I went back to the other podcast and got a list of them all. And uh, then we'll talk about some of the uh, news and rumors going on at the moment. Oh, because, yeah, case I didn't mention, um, that's another reason why I'm recording this episode. But, yeah, all that and more when I return. Okay, my favorite fighters of all time and today. Um, I've made a list and of the ones from the other podcast, and I'll go through them with a brief history as to why, because I don't need to go into too much detail we already um already did that the first one even though it would be better to hear it in this one and i've added some names to the list as well actually so anyway here we go for the second time um brock lesnar came into mma in i think 2007 uh demolished a guy who had been at the um same olympics as kurt angle had um, which if you know brock's history you'll know how he knows kurt angle um Came in, dominated him, got into the UFC in 2008, lost to Frank Mir in under a, uh, a minute 30, I think, to a heel hook. Um, then He then beat Heath Herring convincingly, broke his orbital bone after Heath had been talking smack, as it turns out. Um, gone past his locker. He then uh, beat Randy Couture for the belt in his fourth MMA fight. Um, as uh, The 43-year-old returning Randy Couture I should add um, who as good a wrestler as he was in his own right he was no match for Brock uh, Brock was just too big too fast too explosive his first offence was uh, obviously the probably the biggest card uh, prior to Connor UFC 100 I got the poster of it on my wall him and Frank Mir again for the second time and this time he batted Frank Mir, and of course we know what happened afterwards. The horseshoe up your ass promo. Infamous was made to apologize for it because he talked about, I think, the opposing beer to the one that was sponsoring the UFC or something. And of course Dana wasn't happy, as we know he can get. But um, he then went on to have his second defense, and probably mine and one of mine and my dad's favorite fights against Shane Cohen. Um, Thought he was going to get beat in round one. Shane nearly beat him, but then, of course, it went on to round two. And as we know, Shane was only really good for one round and uh, got beat by a submission. And then, of course, UFC 121, the fight that he had the yellow skin because uh, he'd had diverticulitis after he fought Shane. Um, he came back with the thick beard and the yellow skin, didn't really look well, um, and, of course, got beat soundly by Cain Velasquez um, who uh, yeah pretty much uh, left a cut on his face which he's still got a scar as a result of today yeah it was a fight a lot of people remember um, then of course got beat by Lester Overeem who was just coming into the UFC um, he knew what to target got beaten went back to the WWE you know like 2012 for about five years until 2016 when he came back at UFC 200 and fought Mark Hunt and he hasn't fought since. Um, 
he obviously, as we, um, uh, as I mentioned prior, came back again. Uh, came back uh, to the UFC fold uh, when DC fought Stipe, and a lot of people thought he was going to fight DC, uh, including me. I was sort of low-key hoping that would happen, but it didn't. Um, and yeah, now he's in the WWE. Look, to come in at th- to 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 have come in at thirty and fought some really top class fighters and managed to do what he did, you know, win the belt, blah blah blah. You know, you gotta give him credit for that. I, I do think had he have skipped pro wrestling and just gone straight into MMA uh, after college, because he was obviously a collegiate wrestler, um and a collegiate wrestling champion actually. Um, but had he have gone into uh you know, MMA straight after college, I think he could have absolutely been one of the goats in the heavyweight division. Um, don't get me wrong, that's not downplaying what he did. Um, you know, obviously, former UFC heavyweight champion, probably a Hall of Famer one day. I'd like to see him go into the Hall of Fame. Uh, that'd be nice. Um, but I think had he have actually come in and got a good grounding and maybe fought in pride first in Japan... Because uh, obviously he had connections there through you know different people, yeah. but had he have you know gone to maybe Pride first and or Strikeforce something and then and then went to UFC, um, yeah, I think he could have absolutely been one of the goats, no doubt about it. Next up we got Conor McGregor. We all know you know double champ. Shut the fuck up. Who the fuck is that guy? The champ. You know double champ does whatever the fuck he wants. Took the UFC by storm, and even though his legacy probably isn't what it once was because of the fall from grace and the losses that he's had, um, I will never not give him credit for what he's done um, for this sport. And of course, you know, the crossover, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's just... Hate him or love him when he fights, people tune in, and, you know... He will always be one of my favorite fighters of all time. Definitely a UFC Hall of Famer at some point. That's not even a question, I don't think. He definitely should be. Um, Alistair Overeem. Came in against Brock, of course. Very unlucky to not get the belt. He got close to it. Um, but didn't, of course. Um, and then, of course, the way his career went, I think a lot of people knew it was at the end uh, rather than start, sadly. But great fighter. Been fighting since 99, I think, in Pride, um, you know, in uh, Dream. Uh, and then, of course, Strike Force, and, and then, of course, the UFC. And now Glory Kickboxing have picked him up where he's uh, going to be having a fight. Um, but, yeah. Great fighter. Nice guy. Was really unlucky uh, unlucky to not pick the belt up, but, uh, you know, MMA can be a cruel world sometimes. Cain Velasquez. It's a shame his career went the way it did, you know, as a result of, you know, losing the belt, the whole Mexico thing, injuries, etc. But he, abs- he was probably one of the greats of the heavyweight division back then and could easily have been a goat had things gone his way. Um... DC, Daniel Cormier, um, you know, two division champ, great wrestler, um, 
will forever, I think, be remembered for the Jones and Stipe rivalries. Yeah, he's just... And an even uh, greater guy, too. Um, yeah, he's one of my favourites. Uh, Khabib, 29-0, undefeated, never lost a round. Uh, of course, I think we'll always forever be more remembered for the Connor fight than anything else. And the aftermath of it. Sorry, my mic nearly fell over. Um, I think a lot of people were sad by the way he retired. Um, but, you know, he went out on his own terms. Uh, kept the belt. You know, you can't. Uh, as sad as it was that it wasn't in front of people, that would have been nice. Um, you know, you can't get a much better ending than that. So, you got to give the guy props for that. Next up's Anderson. Didn't sadly see much of him. Um, I've obviously seen later, you know, the Chael Sonnen rivalry, blah, blah, blah. Um, but of course, you know, after those whole events in Abu Dhabi, sort of went a bit south. And, um, you know, I wish I'd seen him fight in Melbourne uh, against Izzy. It's um, oh, a sore spot for me. But, yeah, he's probably one of the greats of the sport and probably sadly not remembered as much as he should be especially by casuals and finally we've got GSP um legend of the sport prior to the whole Johnny Hendricks scenario and then didn't fight for four years came back against Bisping took the belt from him and then uh didn't defend it so probably not as you know fondly looked at as in the UFC or uh, in the UFC's eyes as much as he is by fans but uh, definitely a legend and a go to the sport now as to the fighters I like to watch today we've got Izzy of course Israel Adesanya wasn't a big fan of him probably until the Costa fight when he did the whole raw dog thing and embarrassed him and then of course Pretty much a lot of the fights I've watched since have had him in them. Um, you know, you got the... I don't think he should have ever gone up to light heavyweight against Jan Blachowicz because the way he um, and the UFC approached that was just wrong. You know, he never bulked up, you know. Uh, but the UFC, I think a lot was really riding on him to become a two-division champ at that point. You know, he'd been put on the... Uh, the cover of UFC 4, um, you know, the, the UFC really wanted him to win and you could see why. Uh, they probably almost, I'd say, saw, uh, you know, the next coming of Connor, possibly in Izzy. And, you know, to make that guy a two-division champ, um, you know, would be, uh, I imagine, very good for the UFC. So he had, he had, he had a lot riding on him, but... Didn't quite work out. And then, of course, you got Vittori. Um, and now, of course, Whitaker back in February, um, which I sadly only saw the second fight of. Didn't see the first one in Melbourne, which is still a sore spot. But, yeah, me and Jesse are a um, are a big fan of his and uh, do enjoy watching his fights and, um, uh, you know, seeing him win. The next, of course, is Peter Yarn. Now, I said in the last episode that he would easily take his belt back from uh, from Aljamain Sterling after the controversial finish of their last fight uh, in March last year on the um, oh, sorry I said in the first episode that sorry not the last episode but I talked about 
uh, the controversial finish in their last fight in March last year on the same card as Izzy versus uh, Jan. Well, that, of course, didn't happen. Uh, he went into it way too angry, in my opinion. Uh, you know, Aljo took advantage of that and uh, he didn't take his belt back. But uh, they reckon he might fight TJ for another chance at it. I reckon he might get that because he's easily one of the, um, you know, he's one of the, what do you call it, the um, you know, best boxers. Got one of the quickest sets of hands I've seen in the UFC. Um, and, yeah, he's, he's he's a great fighter. Next up's Dustin Poirier. Um, another one who's been unlucky with the belt uh, there cha- and, you know, not getting it. Um Great fighter, great guy. Of course, beat Connor twice. Got a great payday in the process. Um, yeah, he's someone I'd like to meet, honestly. Um, I feel like he'd be a great guy to chat with. Next up's Oliveira. I feel like he'll be dominant for a long time. I knew as soon as I saw all video footage on his wrestling uh, that he'd beat Dustin, and he did. Uh, although, I must say... Dustin did defend his takedowns a lot better than I thought he would. I thought he'd just get ragdolled, but he must have trained, which is good for him. Um, but yeah, Oliveira, I think, will be dominant for a long time. Uh, I don't see anyone, uh, Gagey included, beating him. Um, and I'm going to be watching that fight next month, um, except for maybe Islam. But even then, uh, yeah, I feel like uh, Charlie Olives will be dominant for a long time. Next up's Michael Chandler. Now, I was pissed off when he got the shot at the belt after one fight against Charles uh, because, obviously, Khabib left and, uh, you know, Dustin wanted uh, his third shot at Connor, which, in hindsight, I can't blame him for, even though maybe that fight shouldn't have happened. Um, but I do have to say he, one, was successful in Bellator, so you can see why the UFC would want to push him. And two, he puts on great fights. I mean, just look at that fight versus Gagey. That was a banger. Could have easily, you know, been fight of the year. Um, you know, yeah. That, that was one of my favorite uh, fights to watch. And he is one of my favorite fighters to watch. Um, I'm glad that they're all, including the next guy, Justin Gagey, is uh, going to be on the card I'm watching next month. Uh, and Gaethje, another unlucky guy at the title, uh, you know, uh, sorry, an, an, another guy who's been unlucky in his shots at the title, um, great fighter though, and great guy by the sounds of it, always likes to, you know, make his face seen and show up to support the fighters in the, um, uh, the UFC events that I see, so, you know, I, I, I do like to see that, um, but yeah, great guy, great fighter, um, and, um, yeah, be glad to see him all next month. Next up, we've got Usman. I, of course, watched him beat Colby. Um, you know, obviously a dominant champ. Uh, there's rumors going around at the moment that he might fight Connor, which, of course, we'll speak on. Um, but, yeah, good fighter. You know, dominant champ, etc. Next up, I've got Nunes. Dominant up until the uh, the uh, the loss, which shocked me in the entire MMA world, I think. Um, but I believe she'll get back up there because, uh, you know, she's just a kick-ass fighter, as you can tell. Um, 
And finally, and this is one I do want to talk about a bit, we've got Wei Lee. Great fighter. Um, single-handedly saved UFC 248 from that unfortunate abomination that was Yol versus Izzy um, in that fight of the year performance, which I sadly didn't see, and I'm so annoyed that I didn't. Um, but yeah, what a fighter she is, man. Um, was unlucky to lose her belt to Thug Rose. Um, but she'll get back up there, man. Um, I need to watch that fight from UFC 248 on Five Pass, which I'm going to be getting soon. Um, but yeah, they're pretty much my favorite fighters of all time and today. Um, just to recap on that now that we've got a better mic, um, it'll be easier for you guys to hear. Of course, um, again, apologies if I've been snappy or trying to be quick through this, but as I said, I, um, I've had to re-record this because I sadly, uh, stuffed up the other one. So yeah, it's a little bit annoying. Um, but anyway, uh, this is obviously a recap of episode one. Um, uh, and yeah. Good to, good to go back over old things now that you'll be able to understand them better. But yeah, gee whiz, 25 minutes. This must be easily our longest podcast by the time we add in the the last bit, which we'll be coming back to in that we'll be talking about a few uh, MMA rumors going around at the moment. So um, yeah, all that when I return. So, of course, as always in the MMA world, uh there's a few rumors going around and uh i figured i'd use the last uh, few minutes of this podcast to discuss them now the first one i heard a couple of days ago is that john jones is looking to come back now we've heard this multiple times through the years he apparently wants uh, mcgregor money to come back but now it's looking like it could according to rumor possibly be happening because he is apparently in training camp um, looking to fight Steve Miocic in the summer. And I tell you, if that happens, me and my mate will be watching because I haven't seen a John Jones fight and I don't even remember how long. I think he's been gone for two years. I've, it's probably been longer since I've seen a John Jones fight. Um, and be interesting to see him at, what, 260 or whatever he's supposed to be at now. Yeah, be interesting to actually see him fight at heavyweight. But, um... I will, yeah, if that, if that fight actually does come to fruition, which we don't know until the contract's signed, um, I will definitely be watching it with my mate. Um, and the other one I've heard over the last couple of days is is Connor coming back. Now, there's been a number of names thrown up, you know, Poirier Ford, Diaz, uh, you know, Cejudo, blah, blah, blah. But the biggest one, I think, and this is the one that I think won't happen, is Usman. Connor and Usman, and Connor has mentioned this himself for the uh, title. Obviously, Usman will beat him. There's no, there's no doubt about that. It'll be an easy payday for Connor. Um, uh, oh, sorry, easy payday for Usman rather. Um, but there's two fights in that whole collection that I really don't, to be honest, want to see happen. One of them is courses. Uh, one of them, of course, is him versus Poirier for number one. What other fighter has ever got three chances, you know, to try and beat someone in the UFC ever, even though this is Connor. 
Um, and two, it's clear that Dustin is head and shoulders above Connor ability-wise right now. Um, so, yeah, I, I really hope that fight doesn't happen. And the other one I really hope, uh, and a lot of people I'm sure would disagree with me, doesn't happen, uh, is him versus Nate again. Because it simply wouldn't live up to what it was five years ago at UFC 202. Uh, they're both very different for very different reasons. Connor obviously went and boxed and got a load of money doing it. Um, and Nate, you know, Nate's at the end of his career, whether we want to admit it or not. Um, he himself has said he wants to retire. How genuine it is, who knows? But yeah, he can't fight for too much longer without getting uh, permanently damaged, I don't think. Because uh, it's obvious, you know, fighting has taken a toll on um, both Diaz brothers, I think, uh, which is sad. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's uh, episode four, guys. I just realized I did say episode three in the intro. So no, it is episode four, to be clear. Um, yeah, good to good to go back over old episodes um, and you know, make sure they're clear for you guys to hear now, now that I've got a clearer mic and some proper studio equipment. Um, I'm going to be doing another podcast in about maybe a week or two. Uh, it'll drop the Saturday before UFC 274 happens in Australia or the Saturday of, if you're listening in America. Um, but yeah, gee, 29 minutes. Should I, should I extend it out to be 30 minutes and just, um, well, we've got about 30 seconds to, to go, but, um, yeah. Oh, also before I go. It will be 30 minutes. I want to ask... I want to ask you guys a question. Would you guys be interested in me doing some occasional podcasts like this when there's no UFC events on, uh, evaluating past cards? Would you guys be interested in that? Um, Comment on the post that this podcast is about and or send me an email or DM if you would. But anyway, that's going to be the end of this one, guys. Uh, it's been good to go back over old episodes and events again. Um, but until UFC 274, which I will be watching and making a podcast uh, evaluating, um, take it easy, guys. <laughs>